Welcome back to Awakening the Soul podcast with your host, Shandal Short. Today, we're going to talk about self-love. We're going to talk about self-love on the days that you don't feel like it, on the days that you're beating yourself up or, you know, you're just having a hard time giving yourself some love. What do you do? What happens when you're feeling that way? Well, here's the thing. The best thing to remember is that those days are normal because we don't learn to love ourselves as much on the days that we're feeling, you know, super amazing when you're, those jeans fit right and you've eaten your food right. And those days are great, but where love really happens and unconditional self-love for yourself is on the days where Maybe you didn't do the workout or you ate the tub of ice cream or you have been not eating right, listening to your body, following your program, whatever it is. Those are the days. And let's look at it in a way of like darkness and light. Okay, so the days that are light and airy and the sun shining, and you're feeling fantastic and every outfit you put on looked so amazing. Okay, those are like stepping stones. They're, they're great. It's like, yeah, that feels good. This feels good. But where the, the inner work comes in is on the days that you don't feel those. And let's call those the dark days. Okay. That's how I like to refer to it. So here's the thing. In order to raise our vibration, okay, because a lot of people are talking about manifestation lately, and I do have a podcast that I'm working on for that, but I'm just doing a lot of research and pulling all the things that I've been learning over the past five years. But we'll talk a lot about manifestation. They're like, I'm working on the law of attraction and it's not working. And this is why, because it's about raising your vibration. And if you're trying to say affirmations in the mirror and you're like, I am enough, I am worthy, I love myself. But meanwhile, your inner dialect is saying, you look so fat in those pants. I can't believe you did that yesterday. you are not even doing anything. You're a hypocrite or you're a bad mom. You're a bad dad, or, you know, you're not meeting up to these expectations that I set for yourself. Like whatever that inner dialogue is doing, you'd have to like triple the really good thoughts and changing the inner dialect in order to, or dialogue, sorry, you'd have to be able to counteract the internal narrative that's going on, okay? And those come from, if you remember back in an old podcast, I talked about like their conditioning. It is society that taught you you need to be a a certain size. It is the diet industry that is keeping you confused and that you need to follow this program and this program and this program in order to be worthy. And it's all bullshit, okay? You are worthy exactly the way you are today, wherever you are on your journey. That is, you are enough today, You don't need to be more, but what we're doing is we're working on reconditioning ourselves. We're working on letting go of these and it's not easy. However old you are, that's how long you've been conditioned to think this way. So in order to raise your vibrations, it's day by day. It's realizing that, oh, I have to remove these beliefs that I have. They're not true. Okay. I don't need to be a certain size. I don't need to look a certain way. I don't need to act or do or be anything, but I do want to be healthy. 
So that right there is where you get to decide now what that means for you. And strip away all of the things that you were told healthy meant. What does healthy mean for you? Ask yourself. Because you want me to tell you something? It sure as shit isn't a number on a scale or the size of jeans you put on. Because I've shared this before. I've been the smallest I ever was and it was the most unhealthy. And you've got to ask yourself that. Is like, what does healthy mean for me? What does balance mean for me? Not about anybody else. And this is like what I really hope that you guys take out of this podcast is that you are learning to become your own self-healer. You might have a coach or you might have a you know, therapist or whatever in the background that's there helping you and that's fantastic. But this work is yours and your work's going to be different than my work. The thing with self-love is that we're all going to have that a lot in common because so much of the world has no idea how to even get there and achieve self-love. But that's what this is about, is about building on these conversations. Because here's the thing. When I talk about reconditioning and changing your beliefs about what that is, you have to decide what self-love is for you. I can't tell you what mine is. All right, I can't tell you what it is and that be yours because you might have a great relationship with yourself, but maybe you don't have one with your body. Like maybe you don't have those negative beliefs that go on in your mind or feeling like you have a failure or maybe shame is not emotion that you're familiar with, but maybe self-hatred is like it's not a one size fits all. And that's why it's so important to just take these conversations and evolve from each one and learn that you are your own self healer. This era that I call it is like something that came to me in meditation the other day. And in healing, if you've not heard about this before, in healing, they say that you hit different eras, okay? So like you might hit your healing era where when your nervous system learns to calm down, you're just tired because you've been in fight or flight for so long and you need to sleep and you need to, you know, rest and that's that's an error. And then there's the softening error where you start to heal your feminine energy. And that's uh, not masculine or fe- like that's not gender specific. It's an energy. It's learning to soften and slow down and realize that you don't need to burn yourself out all the time. Then there's the um, so many different eras. Okay. So I'm not going to go too far deep into that, but there's so many different eras on this journey that people are talking about. And I have come to realize, and like I said, it came to me in meditation the other day, it does not matter at what stage you're at, but this is one that I hope that you connect with and that you adapt in your own life, and it is the me versus me era. Because let me tell you something, you know what's not in me versus me era is comparison. Do you know what you stop giving a shit about is other people's opinions of you. That doesn't happen overnight. But if you work towards the me versus me era and realize that on those days that it's hard to love yourself, it is just you versus you. You get to decide that was it wrong that I did this? Okay, maybe it was. But what can I do different next time? And it's learning to unpack those moments for yourself, those, like, those shadows, those dark moments of like, okay, so I did it. 
I'm going to use an example. If you sat down and you ate a poutine last night, okay? You planned on a salad and you <laughs> shit the bed when it came to ordering at the restaurant. You're like, I just want a poutine. It's not really shit the bed. It's like, you know, you just, the willpower wasn't there and you ate the poutine. If you spend the next two to three days beating yourself up because you ate the chicken wings or the poutine or whatever it is that you were told is bad and wrong and not healthy for you, and you spend days beating yourself up over that, it is going to do your beating yourself up is going to do way more damage than what you just ate. And that guilt and shame. So let's look at emotions in the sense of energetics. And let's look at the fact that like, you know, there's higher level emotions and there's lower level emotions. Well, if you just ate it and you're like, oh man, I don't feel good now after I ate that. Do you actually not feel good? Or did you eat something that you were told is wrong? So that's why you don't feel good. Because here's the thing, when it comes to reconditioning yourself, you have to realize that there is no food that's bad. There's none. There's toxins and there's things and there's deep fried and there's all of the other stuff that are going to make you not feel good. But your thought about a food, like for instance, bread has gotten a really bad rap for a really long time. Bread is not bad. The overconsumption of bread, all of that stuff is not good. Sugar, it's not bad. We just have it over, we have an in abundance and we're eating way too much of it. So the idea that it's more about breaking down the idea that there is no food that's bad. There's just food that makes me feel good or not good. Exercise. You don't need to kill yourself for an hour. If you go for a 30 minute walk and that's what you got in you today, that's good. And if it sounds like I'm repeating myself because I drive this home a lot, it's because we need to hear it over and over again. But I'm going to get to the point here. Self-love is your decision of what that is. And learning to love yourself, every part of yourself, the parts that you think are unlovable, that is the magic. (laughs) That is the magic of going, oh, so I can still choose to love myself. It's a choice. I can choose to interrupt the thoughts. And instead of being on that hamster wheel of, you know, beating yourself up or self-hatred or belittling yourself, all of what can happen um, really comes down to, are you comparing yourself? Are you holding standards that are not serving you anymore? It's okay to want to be healthy. Then that that is so important because I think body positivity can is amazing, and I think that the acceptance is there. But what what I'm finding is happening is that it can also get in the way of you wanting to be healthy. Not saying that's for everyone, so please don't come at me, but. It's great to accept and love yourself for how you look today. Okay, you can do that. It is a choice. And if you say, eh, that's great, Chantal. I, I, I can't quite get to that choice. You will. 
This is the work. Because here's the thing that I've come to realize is that self-love, again, is loving yourself on the days that it's not easy. It's learning to break away the patterns and the self-sabotage and the things. But if you have abandoned yourself over and over again, you don't have a connection with yourself anymore. And if you've jumped on every trend and fad and the way that you were supposed to look or constantly compare yourself, you have actually lost your sense of self. Okay, I'll use diet as an example. If you have done intermittent fasting for years, you've, had, you've ignored hunger. Your body has said, I'm hungry, and you've said, shut up, you don't get to eat till four. <laughs> so imagine now you want to start doing intuitive eating, and I'm speaking from experience because this happened to me last year. Every time I would eat in the morning, I would feel guilty about it because I was supposed to be intermittent fasting, but that was all stuck in my mind. So if you've been on a no carb or you've been keto and then you eat a banana or you eat a sandwich, now you think that's bad. If you need to go buy a size 10 jean and you used to buy a six, you think that's bad, but why? And this is where I want you to realize is that is it worth beating yourself up and damaging the relationship with yourself over society's standards? And really questioning yourself and asking yourself, is this my belief or is this society's standards of what I should look like? Because healthy is what healthy means to you. It's not about a size. It's about how you feel. Are you energetic? Do you feel vibrant? Do you have energy to go for a walk? Are you choosing foods that give you energy? Are you sleeping well at night? That's healthy. And if you're not, that's where you start to break down what it is you're doing or eating or whatever. Because that poutine was not bad. But if you ate poutine every single night, fried food and cheese and gravy, there's no nutrients in that. Like literally, when you deep fry a potato for 15 minutes or however long it takes, five minutes, then pretty sure that the oil is so hot, it fries out the nutrients, okay? So potatoes aren't bad. It's not the potato that's bad. It's the way it was served to you. So if you chose to have a salad and poutine, you would still get some nutrients in you. We need to stop looking at food that way. It is the way our food is served to us. It's the way our body, the nutrients that's in it that's going to make us feel vibrant. There is no nutrients in a cupcake. None. But so if we eat that and then we don't feel energy, that's why. You might get a short burst of sugar rush, But this is where it's like learning about the society idea of what's healthy and what's not and all of that. And look at it from a place of does that make me feel good? Does that serve me? This is me also starting to share nuggets of what intuitive eating is. Because I plan on going there. And I know I've been saying this for a while. But this is what it is. 
Okay, this is me first time talk first time really diving into it. It's getting used to that because we have turned our back on ourselves so long because of we've thought that certain things were labeled good or bad, the illusion of what is healthy, what is not. Putting ourselves in categories. Oh, I'm keto, I'm vegan, I'm vegetarian, like every, everybody just categorizes themselves and we live in a society that's a little warped right now, okay? Like you have to, I think Erin and I talked about it on her podcast, is like you have to justify not drinking alcohol to some people, but you never have to justify the fact that you're not eating certain foods. And that is, that is awareness that I, I want you to grab for yourself. Because this is where you start to see how far you've strayed from yourself, from who you are and what healthy means to you. And this is where, when you have the courage to stay with me in these conversations, even though they might feel a little repetitive or it might feel like, I know this stuff, you know it, but are you living it? Because the days that you're like, oh man, I feel like crap. I did this yesterday. Great. Grab your journal. Grab the notes in your phone. Put on the phone recorder on your phone and talk it out. Why did you do that? What was going on? Well, I was feeling lonely or I was overwhelmed or I was feeling really stressed. Great. Then you know that when you're stressed, lonely, tired, whatever, that those are a trigger for you to make choices that might not make you feel great the next day. That is getting your sense of self back again. That is being your own inner champion. And it's just like alcohol is not bad. But for me, I had to look at it that way too. Is like, is it serving me? Does it make me feel great? No, it doesn't. Do I feel vibrant in the morning? Nope. But here's the thing. It was less about the alcohol because then it could turn to food. And then it can turn to numbing yourself on TV if you are abandoning yourself to numb out or a disassociating to numb out on things, you are straying from what you need. You're ignoring your needs. Okay, I call it like abandoning yourself. And coming back to that space is going to be really important. Because, like I said about raising the vibrations... Every little intentional choice that you make in your day without beating yourself up, okay? Maybe you ordered the burger, but then you're like, oh, I'm going to have the salad with that because you're starting to look at food as what is going to give me the nutrients, the vitamins, the minerals, the things my body needs to feel good, not necessarily just look good because Last week I talked about how sugar isn't causes inflammation. And I had a lot of people write to me or DM and say, "Yeah, I never really thought of that before. It creates inflammation. Your joints there's inflammation in your body. Your joints are sore. You feel more and a couple of people like 3 to 4 days after Easter weekend were like, "I'm feeling really down. I'm really depressed." Yeah, it's a sugar hangover. Okay, so we can't keep giving ourselves poor choices and expecting to feel fantastic. We can't keep 
going the route of telling our doctor all our problems, but not taking ownership for what we're not doing in our own self. Medication is a band-aid. Your body is telling you what it needs. Your body is giving you signs and we don't listen to it. And this is what I'm working with you on. So let's look at things from a light and, and shadow or dark side, okay? Or dark days. So the dark days are here. You're in a day where it's like, oh man, I do not love myself today. Okay, first thing to do, break the thought pattern. Okay, like I said, grab your journal, grab a notebook, grab your phone, whatever it is to take your notes. What is it that you did? Write it down that you're beating yourself up for. Whatever it is that you're beating yourself up for today, just write it down. Now, what led you to that? So number two is what led me to make that choice or that decision or whatever it is. Then ask yourself, how often do you feel that way? Number three, how often do I feel that way? Then get aware, listen to your body. Okay. What do you need? What do you actually need? A lot of times people make choices because they're lonely or they're stressed and overwhelmed. And okay, what could I do different? So that's your next step is what could I do different to show up for myself? And then take action on that. Don't please, don't give yourself a mile long list of things that you need to do to show up for yourself tomorrow or whatever day it is that you're going you're gonna to challenge this. Don't. Just give yourself a couple of steps, okay? How could I have like, that situation right there? If you are, you know, drinking a bottle of wine or eating a tub of ice cream or a bag of bonbons, I don't know. We don't even have bonbons in Canada, I don't think. But anyway, I'm just going to share that out there. Whatever it is that you're choosing, if you get to the point that it's like, I'm stressed, if it's always coming back to you're stressed, you're tired, you're exhausted, and that's why you're making those choices, then we've got some more deep work to do. Because whatever it is that you're stressed, overwhelmed, overworked, or whatever about, is there something that you can do to, to attack that, to look at that for yourself? Okay, so you're stressed and you can't take something out of your day, what can you add back in again? And maybe it's meditation, maybe it's journaling, maybe it's 30 minutes to go do an exercise, things that are going to help your body cope and manage the stress. The idea is that it's okay when you wake up someday and you realize, man, I strayed, I totally abandoned myself and made these choices that I didn't want to make. And maybe you're going to realize that, hey, this has been going on for 40 years and that's okay because this is what this is about. This is about waking up. This is about listening to the cues of your body, listening to the cues of the body, of your mind. You are not your thoughts. You are not your thoughts. Those are just things that have been absorbed from what you've watched on TV, the conversations you've heard, the things you've heard since you were in this world. They are just like we have like I think it's like 63,000 thoughts a day. 
And if you don't take the time today to change your thoughts, guess what? Tomorrow you're going to think the same thoughts. You're going to do the same behaviors because we are human and that's what we are conditioned to do. So this is where reprogramming and taking back your control and going, okay, I'm not my thoughts. Those are just random bullshit stories or things that are going on in my head. I actually can stop them. If you don't believe me, I want to do a little exercise here with you. I want you to take a few deep breaths. I want you to calm your mind for a second. And I want you to say hello in your mind. Did it stop? Chances are it did. Because you brought attention to your mind. You're like, oh, this is mind-body connection. Bring the attention back to your mind and realize that that narrative that's looping and looping and looping and looping, it's no different than if you put Grey's Anatomy on right now and you let Netflix keep running. Well, if they didn't have that, are you still watching thing? It would just loop and loop and loop and loop. You could let that go on for years because there's so many seasons. That's your brain. It's just looping the same conversation over and over and over again. You can learn new things. You can learn all the tricks. You can listen to all these podcasts, get all the advice, and do nothing. You can do nothing. And this is where the me versus me era comes in. Because this is, it is not my job to fix you. This is your job. And first of all, you don't need to be fixed. There's nothing wrong with you. But you need to get back into a place where you are loving yourself. You are doing things to show up for yourself. And this is how we start to awaken our soul. This is where we raise our vibration. This is where we learn to love ourselves. This is where we change the narrative. Because if you don't, tomorrow morning you're going to listen to this podcast. And then tomorrow you're going to wake up. And unless you actively... Make choices to disrupt those thoughts and make new changes. You're going to recondition. It's going to reprogram over and over and over again. And a week from now, you're going to feel the same way. Or next month, if you're a woman and it's your period cycle, like the same cycle goes on for 28 days. If you don't learn to master that, it's going to like every month, you're going to fight with your partner around that day. You're going to feel sad. You're going to want to eat certain things. And it's like it loops. The me versus me era is when you can start to say, you know what? Even on the hard and shitty days, I can still show up for myself. I can realize that, oh, she's strayed, but hey, that's not horrible. When you have the courage to see things about yourself, witness yourself. This is where you get to see your true self for the first time. All parts of her or him. Okay, the fact that you're stressed, overworked, and you went and ordered this or you ate that or you did this or you drank that bottle or whatever the case may be. This is where you get to go back and go, okay, let's talk. Like what, what, not shame, not guilt, not anything. Think of yourself as a little child, okay? Think about a child that you love so much in this world. And you do anything for. If they came to you and they told you that they did what you just did, what advice would you give them? Pretty sure you wouldn't yell and scream and belittle them the way that you are in your own mind. 
you'd probably comfort them and soothe them and help them make some different choices that would be serving them. That is reparenting your inner child, not beating yourself up, not criticizing yourself for holding yourself to expectations and standards that are not even your version of healthy. Because you know what? If you haven't stopped and actually asked yourself what your version of healthy is, you have no fucking idea what it is. You're just living in the confused world with the rest of us that is a $74 billion diet industry that is benefiting us from being, us being royally confused over what it means to be healthy. They benefit, not us. So decide what healthy means for you. Step into breaking these patterns for yourself. And you might have to do this every day. It won't be forever. Who you are today is who you have thought yourself into existence. Your thoughts from four years ago, two years ago, one year ago is where you are today. So if you want to be somewhere different in a year, you want to feel something different in six months, it is the work today. What you do today that is going to change things. So maybe you don't feel like you're lovable today. I'm here to remind you, you are. You are so friggin' lovable. And it is you and how you feel about yourself in your heart that is going to change this. This awakening process or this healing journey, this self-love journey, self-discovery, whatever we want to call it, When you awaken to our truth and realize that the only acceptance, the only acceptance on this whole journey that matters is the acceptance within your heart about how you feel about you, what feels healthy to you, what it's like to love yourself, that who you love, who you let into your life, what you do for a living. You need to love that because nobody else can make these decisions for you. That's why it's called me versus me. It's your choices, your decisions. And if you've been taught that other people get to be in those decisions, it's wrong. Okay, maybe if it's like a household and you have a partner, that's different. But I mean about your body, how you love yourself, how you show up for yourself, how you are willing to face the truth and stop ignoring and avoiding this work. This work is not easy. But let me tell you right now, living the rest of your life at war with yourself is sure shit not either. And if you follow in the lane that I would say 80% of people do, that you wait for everyone else to tell you what the next new diet fad is or the next new program or the next new this, and you never conquer what healthy means to you, what movement you need to do to feel good, what you need to conquer within yourself, you will always go back into the lane of this self-sabotage. You will always go back into 
you know, the darkness and need to come back into the light, which is normal. Okay. That is very normal. But the shadow side of all of this is how much you're going to judge yourself for it. Okay. You are your biggest judge. Nobody else is judging you the way you are. And if they do, fuck off. Like, Nobody gets a chance to judge you. And you know what? I will tell you right now, the judgiest people that I've ever met in my life are people who actually judge themselves very harshly. People judge, gossip, connect with each other because they need connection. It's the only thing that they have to bring to the table is gossiping about someone else's life. That's not you. That's not who you want to be. That is not working on your vibration. That is, that is like, what, trying to avoid the fact that you're, you're not loving yourself, so you're going to talk about other people? You're going to judge someone else because you don't want anybody to see how bad you're judging yourself? No. It, this is a me versus me era. This is you versus you. The comparison or trying to keep up with the Joneses or what they have, don't have, what you need now, you need nothing. There's nothing outside of you, nothing outside of you that is going to do this work for you. You can buy all the supplements, all the things, all the programs, all the, all the stuff. But this inner work is yours. And that's why it's me versus me, you versus you. Let me ask you a question, Okay. And I know this is deep, but like, hey, self-love is deep. I don't care what anyone says. Like the 85% of the world, 90% of the world have no idea how to get to this self-love. This is how it is. This is how you do it. These deep conversations. So I want you to be honest with yourself, okay? Let's, the very first day of courage you're going to have is today. Maybe you've had way many more days of courage. Let's just say on your self-love journey, okay? Let's look at it. Answer yourself this question without judgment, are you doing your best? Are you doing your best for yourself, for others? Are you doing your best so that you can show up for yourself, which in turn is how you show up for others? I don't want you to judge yourself in this conversation. I just want you to ask yourself honestly, Are you thinking, I don't know why I'm not losing the weight. I'm so upset with myself. I don't know why I'm not losing the weight. But meanwhile, you count, you look back over the past week and you've eaten poutine and cupcakes and God knows what else, three chocolate bars and bonbons and bags of popcorn. And those foods are not bad, but they're not giving you the nutrients you need. They're not setting your body up for good. Like, I don't want it to sound like I'm contradicting here because there are no bad foods, but it's the foods that are going to help you succeed and excel. And those are whole foods, okay? Those are whole foods either grown from the earth or they eat off the earth, okay? Whole foods. So are you doing your best? And if the answer is no, if you've had the courage to be super honest with yourself, congratulations. This is the first step. So what do you need to do? What do you need to shed? 
are you ashamed? And is is that what it is? You're ashamed of where you've got. So now you keep trying to cover it up, but you're actually ashamed. So the, the shame, the guilt, the whatever for the choices you've made are actually, you're keeping those in the dark, keeping them in the shadow. And what happens in, in the shadow? That grows. Okay. It eats away at you. It's like a bad virus inside your body. So instead, if you're like, no, man, I'm going to own my shit. Grab your journal and be like, listen, I'm beating myself up because I'm not feeling as healthy as I want to, but I just realized that I have not made good choices for myself in the past week, month, year, two years. These are the choices I'm making. These are why I'm making the choices. And drop the masks, drop the facades, drop the excuses, drop the bullshit. There is not one person on this planet that can't make themselves feel better. Our brains are the most powerful thing ever. You just haven't stopped and shut down that bullshit narrative that's running in your mind. So think new thoughts. Take new actions. Okay? This is risky. This is risky because you've ne- maybe for some people because you've never done it before. But seriously, get really fucking honest with yourself. It's a it's a very profound act right now of self-acceptance. I'm going to love you no matter what. And remember that little inner child within you, okay? If, if you have to pitch, get a picture of yourself, if you have to think of when you're visualizing this, you giving advice to a little child that you love so much, this, this is the inner work, okay? And you can't fake it. You can for so long, but let me tell you right now, you can't fake this work. I have tried. If there was a way to do it, I would have done it. If you want to be authentic, you want to unleash that real version in you where he or she is healthy and happy and vibrant and living and vibrating high and all of that stuff, you got to dig out the roots. You got to look at the shadow sides of yourself. What are you doing? Why are you doing it? And how can you make it different? You're there. Your soul is there. They've been just waiting on you to see them. But we get so caught up in who we think we should be and we're trying to fit in and becoming more of this person or less of that person. And we don't even have an idea of what our sense of self is. So it's okay. It's all right. You know what it's like to live in that box though. Chances are you've been doing it for a while. And if you have the courage to admit that you have been, that's even better. Because I work with people who have zero awareness of this. They're like, no, I'm not living in that box. Okay, great. And then after some sessions, they'll be like, okay, no, maybe I am living in that box. Yeah. You've created an identity for yourself. And that may not be who you are. And that's a really weird truth to face. It's really weird to realize that you don't identify with your job or the titles that you have as mom, dad, sibling, whatever. It is you are a person outside of all of that. 
you just got so wrapped up into it that you you don't have a sense of yourself anymore. It's okay. And it's okay. But you know what it's like to live in fear. You know what it's like to live in scarcity. And scarcity is that there's never going to be enough or I'm never going to be enough or this is not going to be enough or, you know, th- there's fear in this world and, and you just get consumed by it. There's always going to be fear. Always. I had someone call me last week and be like, man, are you not worried about like the Lord coming back again? And I was like, man, the end of times have been happening since I was five. If I spent the last 35 years in fear over that, and I know that there might be people on here that are not like religious and that's okay. Like I'm, I'm not religious either, but it is a part of the Bible that's there. And there's a lot of talk about it right now. The government is falling apart. This is stuff we need to happen, okay? The stuff that is happening right now, the fall of the patriarchy is what's meant to happen so that we can move more into a place that's healthier, okay? Our government, our FDAs, they're approving things that are toxic to our body, toxic to ourself. The diet industry is a $74 billion industry. Like, do you, have, do you see, and I hope that I'm helping you really awaken to this stuff and not be afraid of it. It is nothing to fear. Man, you can go get a pack of seeds at the store for $10. You test $10 and get some seeds and start growing your own stuff. There's nothing to be afraid of here. This is actually going to be an era of more independence. And people are going to start to realize how much it is important to get back to this sense of self and this sense of independence instead of waiting on the world to give you everything. You need to get back to you. You can't live in this fear. You can. You can. There's 80, probably 85% of the world that is going to. That's okay. But here's the thing. Getting back to the self-love, this all matters. Okay? This unfolding that's happening in the world is about you need to come back to you. You've abandoned yourself far too long. So have I. But we get to come back home. And home is within us. There is nothing outside of you that is going to give the answers. It is in. And when you can connect back to your own intuition and find your own strength and willpower and grace and empathy and all of that for yourself, and you shine so different for this world. And that's what we need. We need you to be real, to be authentic to do this self-love work, this self-acceptance so that you can show up because you know what? You're a miracle. And you have something amazing to bring to others. But if you stay in that lane, like everyone else, of the fear and the scarcity and the lack and the box of trying to compare yourself and I want to be like this person and that person, that person, you're missing out on something really big. And that's the me versus me era. Because you know who's in the me versus me? Nobody. No comparison. No judgment. I mean, there will be to start off. But it's just realizing that the only person you have the biggest battle with every single day is you. Your mind. And your connection to a higher source. Which is in you. That's in you. So, I hope that today whatever day you listen to this and you are needing some self-love, that you are reminded that you are already enough. 
You are loved. You are a freaking miracle. You've made it through some really big shit. And I'm so freaking proud of you. But today, you get to show up for yourself. You get to start this journey or continue this journey or get deeper into this journey than you ever have. But if you don't do different this week, next week's going to be the same. I love you. I believe in you. And I know that when you can do this work, you're going to see just how amazing you are, like I already do. I think that you're amazing. So keep up the work. I'm here. Reach out. If you need a one-on-one mentoring, they're now on my site that you can book or an energetic reset to maybe just help you get back out of that lane that we're all so pushed into. Have a great day. I love you. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. We just finished another podcast together. I hope you enjoyed it. I'd love to hear your takeaways. What were your favorite parts or continue this conversation? Head over to my Instagram. It will be listed in the show notes. Let's continue to grow together. With love, Shandell.